So it's a, it's a public-private partnership is what they call it. In other countries, this wouldn't come up because you'd just go to your state health office and get your birth control pills there. Now, what is shocking about this, according to Amanda, is that what's at stake, federal subsidies for contraception, cancer screening, STD testing, are largely uncontroversial. It's shocking because while the rabid, sex-hating, abortion-demented, abstinence-only crowd has a lot of power over the Republicans, it was assumed that that small, deranged group of people didn't own the party wholesale, especially since the majority of Republicans have always, I mean, every decade, they support contraception use. It was shocking because the common wisdom in D.C. was that the new Tea Party-controlled Republicans were about fiscal conservatism, and the Republican demands for the defunding of Planned Parenthood were just old-school culture wars. Well, Amanda says she doesn't like to gloat, but she predicted that this would be the issue that brought everything to a head. And Amanda, I hope you put a lot of money on that so that you're just rolling... (laughs) (laughs) rolling in the Benjamins right now. The reason the conventional wisdom is wrong on this comes down to a fundamental misunderstanding of the term fiscal conservatism. The cliche is that fiscal conservatives are merely debt-averse and want to cut spending. You know, that's all they care about. They're bean counters, people. But the fact is, these so-called fiscal conservatives routinely elect Republicans who drive up the deficit. I would argue, Amanda says, that fiscal conservatism has nothing to do with the deficit. Instead, it is about a moral choice. Who conservatives believe is and isn't deserving of government largesse? It has always been about excluding from the social contract poor people. That's at the top of the list. And that's, a, that's a real big group of people. Unmarried women, gays, liberals, pointy-headed intellectuals, and especially people of color, plus keeping all government spending aimed at white conservative Christians. The richer, the better. Planned Parenthood has become a symbol of the kind of government spending that fiscal conservatives reject. The clientele of Planned Parenthood is the intersection. It's it's where all the horsies come together of many groups considered unworthy, lower income, female, assumed to be unmarried and or queer very much assumed to be unmarried. There's so many married women who go to Planned Parenthood. Conservatives have argued roughly forever that such women should be cut off from any federal spending with the hope that deprivation will force them to marry for sustenance. (laughs) If women can avoid childbirth, they're less needy. And in the conservative imagination, that much more likely to avoid getting married for support. The fact that Planned Parenthood touches on the anti-sex faction of the Republican Party is an added bonus, ensuring they'll have rabid support from the anti-choicers. Now, way back in the 1980s, for those of you who were alive, President Ronald Reagan was able to catalyze the resentments of fiscal conservatives into the image of the welfare queen, the stereotype was of a black woman who takes taxpayers' money and use it to buy herself Cadillacs and other such luxuries. Reagan claimed to have evidence that such a woman existed, but it was never presented or found. Where is she? How many Cadillacs does she have now? 
Essentially, what has happened on the right is that this image has been updated to what I'd call the welfare slut, a low-income woman who is screwing on your dime, and she's not screwing you; she's screwing other people on your dime, while you are out there, loveless, sexless, working, and your own sex life leaves much to be desired. They can probably count on this resentment because most people would get laid more if they could. <laughs> The welfare slut has been invoked, if subsequently retracted, by Kirsten Powers, who painted women who use subsidized contraception as addle-brained sluts who end up getting abortions anyway because they're too stupid to use the contraception the government gives them. The welfare slut was also imagined by a woman named Dana Loesch, who described the patients of Planned Parenthood this way. But you're not empowered when you're expecting Uncle Sam to act like your sugar daddy and take care of your abortions and take care of your birth control and pay your bills and everything else. <laughs> I feel like walking into Planned Parenthood with my next electric bill and just saying, "I want you to pay this."